You have a list of what? Um, I have a list of people, celebrities, and fictional people that if they were real or if they were attainable, they would be my husband or wife. What? So many people know this about me. Jackie <laughs> will be walking around. Jackie Chan. Yeah. We'll go to different, uh, like, we'll go, like, either out to a brewery or, like, down um, to lunch or even just, like, walking around the building. And from my old position still so many people say hi and stop me and she'll always every fucking time without fail she'll look at me and she goes are they on your list i go no are you i go yes she goes interesting you have a very wide selection (laughs) it's a good time well ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of off the books podcast (laughs) yeah we're almost a minute into recording Yup, I thought you saw me start to record this, so welcome back to another episode of Off the Book Podcast. This is a continuation of the episode that was just out last week, but these are the things that we didn't get to talk about on that episode because that episode was nearly an hour and a half long. So, buckle in because this is going to be interesting as fuck. Cheers to you. Fuck. (laughs) Thank God I went down and got more beers. Thank God. I only went through four in the last episode. That's crazy, right? I only went through two. Uh, one and a half. Yeah, Check one and a half. One and three quarters. I went through four and a half. Anyways, so, to get in this episode, mm-hmm. I hope you guys don't mind. This is going to be a very me-leading type episode. Well, last time was me. Mm, it was 50 50 it was i think i think it was i think it was was pretty 50 50 yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. so uh, i taylor excuse me for the question that i'm going to ask you i'm going to let you answer i'll give my rebuttal and then i will answer the same question and then you can give your rebuttal Fuck. what i want right now top three favorite heroes from books that you have read not from shows, not from video games or animes, from books that you have read. Top three heroes. Go. I know there's one that's going to... I bet there's one on this list that I, I, I highly disagree with. Reese. Reese isn't a hero. Reese is an anti-hero. But he's beautiful. He's beautiful, but he's not a hero. Yes, he is. He is an anti-hero. He's like a Deadpool. I can agree with that. Should I go with a? Can I continue the list, or should I pick a new one? No, you you can continue. You can continue. So three is going to be Reese. Y- well, Number your yeah. third favorite is Reese, or your first favorite is Reese. Second favorite, I think. All right, so go with your third favorite. We can have this debate again at number two. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh shit! I don't really read a lot of heroes. There are a lot of anti-heroes, so can I just do that then? Top three favorite anti-heroes? Yeah. That is a very interesting category. Yeah, because I think it would be... Um, now I need to look up the definition of anti-hero to think, to think about this shit for myself. Because <laughs> I think my third favorite would be Hades from... Um, the Hades and Persephone retelling uh, a touch of chaos or a touch of darkness, 
My second favorite would be Reese. And then my third or my first favorite would be um, Castile from from Blood and Ash. If we're doing anti-hero because they. So this is what it says. Mm-hmm. An anti-hero is a main character of a story, but one who doesn't act like a typical hero. Anti-heroes are often a little villainous. Mm-hmm. Typically, the protagonist, main character, and focus of the story has been a hero, someone good, noble, and brave. I so, agree with that. So I, with I, all I, of mine. I, I think Reese perfectly fits Yeah. Him, especially the way that he's portrayed in the first book in the beginning of the second. Agreed. Yeah. But then I, I really love... Um, because you haven't read it, but if you did, I think you would definitely agree. Because um, my version of anti-hero is, you know, they and it's they do things for the greater good, no matter who gets hurt. Mm-hmm. But whereas, like a hero would sacrifice their love for the world whereas like an anti-hero would sacrifice the world for their love Mm -hmm. so that's what i kind of think about when i when i think of my favorite characters so my top three would be in first place castile from from blood of the ash second would be reese and then the third would be hades from a touch of darkness because they each have very dark villainous kind of traits but do things for a good reason and it you might not know it right then and there but they they do have good heart behind their decisions they're very calculated yes i mean if in not necessarily like these characters might ne- not necessarily be have the the heart behind it mm-hmm. but they're doing what they think is the best for themselves or at least their their person their society yeah, there's sustainability of of going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so not... Okay, so go through your three again real quick. Because I was I was seeing if a person that I thought was, was in mine or not. So first is Castile. Okay, second, I can see that. Yeah, second is Reese. Mm-hmm. If I could tie Castile and Reese, I would. Mm-hmm. Because I love them both equally, but yeah. anyways, and then the third would be Hades from A Touch of Darkness. Okay, okay, I I I I can see the first two because I've I've read about them. Yeah, you just haven't read the one the Hades mm-hmm. and Persephone retelling. So my th- I'm, I'm gonna go three to one. Okay, my third is um, Shadow from Eminence in the Shadow. Okay. Um, because he is trying to essentially be the leader of an organization that controls the world from the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes everything up to his subordinates that they believe is 100% true and com- turns out to be completely true, which is even yeah. fucking funnier, and he doesn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that shadow is, num- is number three. Number two is Tanya from the saga of Tanya the Evil. Okay. She I talked about her in the last episode. She was the like 30 mid 30s businessman that was reincarnated into the soul of a little girl yep. in the alternate reality Germany mm-hmm. with magic that had World War 1. 
um, and she just starts slaughtering people. Yeah. She is literally nicknamed the Demon of the Rhine mm-hmm. because of how many people she killed on, her. on the French front. I love her. Um, at like 11 years old. Good for that girl. <laughs> you kill it, girl. And my number, my number one, <laughs> you're going to hate this character. My number one is Kumiko, a.k.a. White, from Arfrida. So I'm a spider, so what? Oh, God. You. Here's the thing. I wouldn't have a problem with that series if it had nothing to do with the S word. Spooders. Mm-hmm. Except the main character is a spooder. Mm-hmm. They're a spooder monster that actually... So- uh, that eventually becomes like they evolve there through so much that they be they they look like a human. I don't like it. It, it gives me the heebie-jeebies, I, and it's just because I have such a big fear of it. No, that's a that's even in cartoon form. That's form. completely understandable. Yeah. Honorable mention. Okay. From this is actually from Seven Deadly Sins, and uh, people might find this. People may find this opinion a little controversial, mm-hmm. um, but it's Meliodas. I think my, if I had to pick an honorable mention, mine would be very controversial too. Yeah. Which, Mel, so Meliodas is, I don't know if you've watched the Seven Deadly Sids anime. I, I watched, I think, the first couple episodes. I need, I still need to get into so it. So Meliodas is is the the main character of the show. Um, but he is a, he's essentially the son of the devil that forgets, loses his memories. But when he comes back Mm -hmm. and like, like remembers everything, he Mm -hmm. starts fighting against his comrades. Oh, shit. And there's a few times in the series, like before the series where he lost his shit so much that like entire cities were destroyed. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, I think my honorable mention would be Hardin Scott from the After series. And f- if for anybody who has either read the books or watched the movies, I think it's a very either you either hate it or you love it because it's kind of very fan art or fan writing type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it is. A, I love it. I have a special place in my heart for it. But he is very much like a villain an anti kind of hero because he he does only do things for the his love but um he also hurts her a lot when he's being selfish and trying to get what he wants so he's an honorable mention he would never make it to my top three but he is he does have good character development which i love all right so that leads me into my next question for you okay top three favorite villains from book series oh shit um because i feel like there there is a certain love that you can have for a villain i think there is two i don't think i necessarily I, i don't love these two characters and they are from the same series um but i think i have a certain respect for how they were written yeah. So I think in third place would be the King of Highburn from Akatar. I, 
I knew that 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 person yeah that they were gonna be in your top three yeah I knew that they would when I was thinking about these questions on the way home today I knew that that person would be in your top three I think yeah. I, was, I was talking to you on the phone and I was like the king hybrid is gonna be one of our fucking top three for this yeah. question I think and and this is where I think you're also gonna have a like I knew it moment as well I think I'm kind of tired of putting this person in second or first place but I really do love amarantha and how she was written really i think she had as as psycho as she was and as many trauma that she gave to reese and other people but she was written in so shortly i think she had a very big i think her her legacy went on because of the trauma she gave to people so i think that really did stick with me i think she had something to do with that um so i'd put her in second place Mm -hmm. but i'm trying to think of my first place villain because i can't really i'm having difficulty with this one um oh that's really hard because now I'm just coming up with a lot of more anti-heroes and more villain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my top two would be, if I was going to have to flip it, I think King of Hybern would be my top first, and then Amarantha second, and then I don't even know if I have a third. Okay. But as of right now, since I'm trying to think about it... um. Let me even see if I when I'm looking at my my books here. Okay, so I can give you my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just fucking find this person real quick because that's my top one. All right, so my my third is from Solo Leveling. And you haven't seen this person yet. Okay. It's the Monarch of Dragons, Antares. Yeah, you did bring it up before, but yeah, I have not seen them yet. He single-handedly killed 3,000 hunters, including two top 25 hunters in the world. Like that. When he first comes onto the scene. Yeah. And Jin Woo spends... Four years fighting him. Yeah. Holy shit. So that's my number three. Okay. Number two is from that time I was reincarnated as a slime from that oh. series. Mm-hmm. It's Yuki Ka- Kagaraza. She's that demon lord, right? No, she's not. Um, it's a he. Oh. And it's actually the person that started the Adventurers Guild. Oh. They are the, like, the main, spoiler alert, they're the main bad guy in that series. They're controlling everything from behind the scene. Who you you are thinking of is Hinata. Yes. Because when Hinata fights Mm -hmm. Rimuru, she's actually sent... To fight Rimuru, thinking that Rimuru killed Shizuku. Yeah. Because of Yuki. 
Gotcha. Okay. Because Yuki and Hinata were both pupils of Shizuku. Mm Mm-hmm. Number one is from is also from So I'm a Spider, so what? It's Potamus. Okay. Or Potemus. He is the leader of the elf tribe. Is he a No, he's an elf. Oh, okay. But the elf tribe in that had taken technology from this lost civilization. And every time they kill him, they find out that he's actually a robot. Interesting. Yeah. The one they killed is a robot, and it's not the actual Potamus. And what Potamus had been doing is... So, Kumiko, or White, their entire class was reincarnated Mm -hmm. into this world. Okay. Because major... I want to put this out there right now. Major fucking spoiler alerts for this fucking book series, for the show, everything. Okay. Now I'm getting into it. Oh, my God. So Kumiko, or White, Mm -hmm. was not actually a person in that class. They were a spider that was in, like, just in the corner of the classroom that got killed with the students and the teacher. One of the administrators from that world, which is essentially one of the gods, which is mm-hmm. D, was posing as this person in the class. Gotcha. So when when it was the former demon lord and the former hero joined together to kill D in this in like on Earth, not in their reality. So what happened was D put the memories of the person they were portraying into the spider and reincarnated the spider. I cringe every time you say that word. Yes. And reincarnated them as, you know, a spooder monster. Mm Mm-hmm. So they had the memories that D had of, like, being a shut-in, not interacting with their parents, playing all these video games, things like that. Um, And D is actually helping them along the way. But... Potamus was the chief of the elf village and the teacher of their class was was reincarnated into the soul of his daughter and one of her skills was studentless so she could see all of her students that were reincarnated she got Potamus to quote unquote help her get the students to safety in the elf village the only thing is that what she didn't know is that for the more dangerous ones, the more dangerous mm-hmm. students that had crazy skills, Potamus was killing them as babies. Yeah. Ew. He was killing these these children as well as like kidnapping children to bring them back to the elf village where they could keep them under watch. Ew. Potamus is a bad motherfucker. Can like I, he is a crazy motherfucker. Can I just say I have a I, I just saw this and it, it's very interruptive. But I just saw a meme and it says, Who the fuck decided to call it emotional baggage and not grief case? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to save that. Because you need larger bags to carry around that emotional distress. Thanks. 
Well, I mean, all of us do. I need at least a duffel, if not two. Maybe a rucksack. True. What's your next question? I'm excited. It's a good time. So now we're moving away from books. Oh, shit. We're moving into live action TV series. Favorite heroes. Does it have to be based on a book? No. Oh, thank God. Nope. Live action TV series. Favorite heroes. Um. All of mine are anti-heroes. <coughs> Can I do anti-heroes or is that no, not okay. okay? Do your thing. Okay. Um, I would say number one is Damon Salvatore from uh, The Vampire Diaries. Okay. Because he's gorgeous and he has, and I'm blanking on the correct part of the quote, but he was like telling a worse villain, oh wait, I guess I can do a a, a villain from it, which would be Klaus from the same show, but he's talking to Klaus and he's like, you know, I'm a bad person or like I'm a good person that does bad things and he's like you just do bad things because you're a dick he goes you don't do it to save anybody or to do something for the better he goes you just do evil things for an evil purpose not for a a good purpose or to save some your family or whatever and he goes I am evil for good purposes so I like that about that character, but if I had to go full villain, it would be Klaus because he does such deep-rooted evil shit. See, I've never watched the series, so I can't give you any rebuttal or any no, that's fine. certain opinion here. Yeah, he does do really deep-rooted evil shit, and then like you learn in like the side show series that is about him and his family that he he does have like somewhat of a heart. Um, but he, he is a good evil character. Like, you can see why he does evil shit. Then I would say, um, I would, okay, so I'll, I'll say Klaus is my first favorite. Then I would say my second favorite is Eric from True Blood, which is more of an anti-hero. Eric Northman? Yeah. Eric Northman. Can rip out my soul and feed it to me and i would say thank you eric northman is a true hero okay he is a true hero he is not an anti-hero he's adorable and he can take my soul eric northman is 10 times not a thousand times the vampire the man the person you say it boy that bill will ever be thank you thank you i'm re-watching it now and i'm on like in ter- mid season in, six in terms of people that i think sookie should have ended up with eric it, it should have been eric is number two who's the first one Alcide. that's where we disagree i think Alcide had a lot of a lot of things going for him i think he's a great guy i just don't think she he was her great guy sam's number four sam's number two for me i would sam- say it would be eric and then sam Eric's number two. Sam's number four. Bill is number five. Bill's not even on my list. <laughs> you, you know who really should have been number three? Lafayette. Uh, 
fucking greed. If only Lafayette was into the other sex. Very true. I I will I will fight this until I die. Lafayette is the best character in, the in whole that series. entire series. I fucking am right there with you. I think there should have been a a, a like an off series, a side of series just of Lafayette. just Lafayette. I would watch it with Most all of my heart. Quotable character. Most quotable. <laughs> Best character. Yes. Like Lafayette is. I I a catch gem, myself a doing gem. the hand motion he does. Like, bitch, what you got going on all over here in my bitch. my kitchen? <laughs> this get, burger don't got AIDS, you know. <laughs> you don't get the fuck out of my kitchen. kitchen. Like. I just and like and he does the this, hair flip, but with the with the this. yeah. You can get the fuck out of my kitchen. kitchen. I'll do that to your sister every once in a while. I see it. You can get the fuck out of my kitchen when I'm trying to cook something, and she's over there like, maybe you should do it like this. No, no, no. Get you the fuck get out the, of my kitchen. You don't get the fuck out of my kitchen. You don't <laughs> come in the. What did what did he say in? I think it was season one. Um, you come to my house, you make the food the way I fucking eat it. <laughs> or you eat the, f- or you come in my house, you eat the food the way I fucking make it. That's how I said, that's how he said it. My dad really enjoyed the character of Lafayette, but, um, I love Lafayette. My dad is an older man that he's, he, he does not put prejudice against people or anything like that, but he does have trouble it makes him feel uncomfortable when he sees two men kiss i mean i understand how he can feel that way you know i'm not saying anything against him it is a a new time where that's way way more accepted don't and you crack that yet don't you crack that yet we're i'm not cracking it, it. We're, we're gonna do it together but it you know it's been more accepted within i want to say the past what 10 15 years you know so it's, it's very understandable that he's that, you know you, because you, it wasn't really widely accepted when true blood first came out you know what's you know what's crazy yeah as of today <clears throat> it's been 11 years 11 years 11 since gay marriage became illegal or became legal at the federal level that's it i'm almost positive that seems so short though but then i didn't i just said 10 to 15 years i think it was 2012 let me let me i think it was like 2011 2012 i think you're right let me let me google this just to make sure but damn that seems like such a short time like i just feel so bad that it's been only that long that it was acceptable for everywhere for people to get married of the same sex. Even shorter. 2015. Wow. Damn. Wow. All 50 states in 2015. Wow. First one was 2004. Oh my god. So not even tw- not even 20 years. Yeah. Not even 20 years at the state level. That's sad. It's crazy. It's really sad. That just means that our children won't grow up in, in, in a country where they are not allowed to love whoever they want. Yeah. 
kudos to our fucking kids. Let's fucking crack these motherfuckers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Motherfucker. To our future. Cheers to the future. <sighs> I did not like hearing that in my ears. All right, so favorite. Okay, so favorite. Let's just, we'll just put it an anti-hero or hero from a television series for myself. Oh, let's see here. Did, before I get into mine, mm-hmm. did you finish your three? I remember Eric Northman. Who was your other one? From Vampire Diaries. Oh, because we said villains. Anti-villains or heroes. Okay, so it would be Damon... As first, Eric as a second, and shit. I just had it in my head. This really sucks. Hold on. I'm. Fuck. Was it laughing? <laughs> no, it was literally just in my head. I was like, oh, that's such a good character. Damn. That really sucks. If I think of it, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. So, for my number three, my number three is Kelly Severide from Chicago Fire. Mm. He went through a lot of shit in the first, like, four or five seasons, maybe in the first six. But he he has such a good... He's such a good character. And the dude... So the dude that plays him used to be engaged to Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um, and is such a good fucking actor. I remembered. Who's Okay, who's your, who's your last I'm one? I'm so sorry. <laughs> the Witcher. Okay. Geralt of Riviera. Okay. I don't know why I forgot him, but he's a really good anti-hero. Yeah. And yeah. he is, I think everybody would be bumped down. I think my whole order would change. He'd be the first. Eric would be the second. Damon would be the third. And if anybody knows me, me putting Damon as the third is a huge deal. He's always you, my top first. You can't bump Eric out of number two. I know. So Geralt's got to bump fucking Damon to third. And it really sucks. It hurts my soul. But can, does, I'm so sorry. Continue. Does it though? Because it you were like splooging over fucking Garrod for months at a time. Because he's more. He, ha, he has a little bit more meat to his midsection. So like you wouldn't crush. The man a person of my size, you would not crush them. Listen, the man literally played fucking Superman. You think he just got that way overnight? No, but I'm saying like Damon, the guy who plays Damon, he's more on the thinner, leaner side. So I feel like if I were their hus their like if they were my husband in real life, like if I had to choose, I'm picking the person that could not make me feel as insecure with my body. Okay. That was a lot of trauma coming out. I'm so sorry. All right. Well, uh, all right. Continue. Whatever makes you feel good. Thank you. So. Uh, like I said, number three for me is Kelly Severide, Chicago, Chicago mm. Fire. Great fucking character. Great. I agree. Have you watched Chicago Fire? No. Uh, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Just agreeing. 
Number two for me uh, would be... I don't know if he's really a hero as or an anti... He's definitely not an anti-hero. He, I don't know if he's really a hero. He's more of a bumbling fool. Um, Jake Peralta. Dude. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ugh. He, yes. Still, but yes. in terms of that show... I, I think Jake Peralta is one of my favorite like heroes from the show. I agree. In terms of that show, though, he's my third favorite character. Who's your first? My second is Sergeant Terry Jeffords. Is your first Captain Holt? Of course my first is Captain Holt. Yes, Queen. <laughs> Honorable mentions go to Scully. <laughs> yes. Hitchcock. Hitchcock. And, and- Kevin. Captain Holt's husband. I I would have said Cheddar, Captain Holt's dog. <laughs> but, um, and I'm why am I blanking on his name? But the one guy that barely comes into the show, like, are you, are you thinking about the character that the Craig, crazy one. that Craig Robinson's character? No, plays? but I do love <laughs> the, him. The thief that yes. Jake, that he he and Jake are like best friends. Best friends. <laughs> But he never mentions it. No, um, I'm talking about the crazy one where he's like, you can punch me, kick me, pull my hair. I am A-OK being stabbed. Biting and scratching are on oh, the table. The, that, you can use fire. That, that's the, the dude that fucking... Uh, oh he's like deep dived into the not, like not, undercover not, shit for... Not Santiago. Who's, uh, who's the... Uh, Rosa. Rosa's engaged to him for a little yes. bit. Yes. Yes. But I'm blanking on his name. I am too. He but was great. He's a good, great, he plays, dropped character. He plays that same kind of character in every show that he's in. Too. I agree. But he does it so well. Because he played that same type of character in a show called The League that was on FX. That was about a mm. fantasy football league that had like Nick Kroll in it. And, I love um, Nick Kroll. Oh, who's the stand-up comedian that was in it? Um. um oh, God. Now, this is going to bug the hell out of me because I, I love uh, Razian- Steve Razianski. Razianski? The League. Let me Google this shit. The League. If I could spell, that'd be fantastic. Is it wrong if a person hasn't texted you back in seven minutes? Seven minutes? Yeah. No. Wait, hold on. Yeah, seven minutes. Jason Manazokas is that is that actor's name. Gotcha. Because he played Rafi in that show. But, but what was his name in Brooklyn Nine Nine? Oh, I don't remember. The person I'm thinking of is Steve Renazaski. He's a stand-up comedian, and he played Kevin in the League. I love that dude stand up. It's hilarious. Okay. On to my number one hero. And this was the one that I had told you. I don't know if a lot of people would see them as a Pimento. Adrian Pimento. Continue. I'm so sorry. I don't know if a lot of people would see this person as a hero, but I think he is. Mm Mm-hmm. Ted. Lasso? Mm Mm-hmm. I highly agree with that. Yep. I I would even go so far as the anti hero. 
I wouldn't say anti-hero. Nate's the anti-hero in that show. Okay, I guess that's true. Or Roy. Or Roy. Or Jamie. I, yeah. Okay, no. I agree with putting Ted as the good hero. He's trying to always, you know, find the middle ground. He's Ted, always trying to save everybody. Ted Lasso is... He's very selfless. He's He is probably of... Of all the shows that I've watched... He is probably one of the most inspiring people. I highly agree with that. That I've ever watched. I mean, he inspired me. The only the only person that I think comes close to them is Ron Swanson. Nick Offerman's character in, Brooke, in uh, Parks and Rec. You did not just relate them. But when you really think about it, don't you see it? Kind of. Yeah, you do. But I, I love Ted much more. Yeah, honestly, if when I really start to think about it, you know who Ted really reminds me of more than anything? Hmm. Ted is the gym, and Beard is Dwight. Holy shit! Uh huh. Roy is Michael. What? Trent. Trent is Stanley. I I think I would actually put Trent as like Andy. No, nope, there's there's another person that's Andy. Um, Higgins. <laughs> Higgins I is see that one. Higgins is Andy. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Will, Will is Kevin. <laughs> and I, I and, feel like Jamie would have to be like, um, uh, what's her name? Why am I blanking on her name? Um, blonde. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. If Roy is Michael, mm-hmm. Jamie is Holly. Right. Wait a goddamn second. Right? Wait. <laughs> I can see it, but why wouldn't Keely be Holly? Because they don't end up together. I know. But you know who does end up together? Jamie. Roy and, and Jamie. <laughs> not, in a, not in a sexual relationship. Way. Just friendship. But as best friends. Yeah. As best friends. And and Mike and Holly may have gotten married, but those two were meant to be because they were best friends before that. Yeah. I think I have a date tomorrow. Nate would be Jan. <laughs> yeah. And I would say that Sam, Sam is Oscar. I could see that. Why wouldn't we put Trent as Oscar? What, you gonna put Trent as Oscar just because he's gay? No. Let's make Colin Oscar then. Danny Rojas? Creed Bratton. 100%. He has that (laughs) manic kind of personality perfect for it. Isaac? 
Tell me. I know exactly who you're thinking. Isaac is... Um, if you don't say it... Oh, if you don't say the right one, I'm going to get mad. What the hell is his name in the show? Are you talking about the guy from the warehouse? Daryl. Daryl, yep. Isaac <laughs> is Daryl. Yep. I'm so glad we had that. Jan Moss? Jan Moss is... Um, oh, God. Who's the dude that comes in from corporate? When oh. they when they get brought out by Saber. You're not talking about the guy who plays Will Ferrell, or played by Will Ferrell. You're talking no. about the, the black guy, right? No, no, no. Tall, skinny, white dude that dated Aaron for a little bit in the show. Oh, 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 oh. Um, what the hell is his fuck, name? Fuck, hold on. Shush. I need silence. I need apples. Gabe. 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 Jan Moss is Gabe. Yes. <laughs> Jan Moss is Gabe. Are we on to the next question or no? <laughs> I think just, at I think at this point we're just we're just rattling off just which, 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 which character in 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 Ted Lasso <laughs> is an office character. Oh, oh my god. god. Okay, so the uh the the the, the Oh god, Jamie's father. Mm-hmm. Jamie's father is definitely um uh Toby. Oh, 100%. <laughs> because nobody <laughs> likes him. Because Roy nearly punches him in the face. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, can we talk about the fact in the second season? You got so fucking serious. Because it needs to be. Okay. In the second season of that show. I'm so sorry. When Jamie's father comes into Richmond's locker room and confronts Jamie and Jamie punches him in the face and no one knows how to react. That was... Beard grabs him and like, of course, like smashes Jamie's father into the door. He's like, oh, sorry, I forgot about that there. Mm-hmm. And the but the only person that reacts to Jamie is Roy. Yeah. And he's like, what he needs right now more than anything is comfort. And he mm-hmm. just walks up and wraps him in a fucking bear hug. I think that's, those characters were always meant to be good friends. That scene in itself. Yeah. Indeed, like Roy was one of my favorite favorite characters mm-hmm. to that point. That made him th- by far the number two favorite character. Yeah. Ted is my favorite character. Uh-huh. Ted is my favorite character. Roy cemented himself at number two yeah. in that scene in the second season. I agree. Third is Beard. Third for me is Trent. I love Trent. Fucking Beard is a mad lad. Yeah. And I love him. I, I do love him too. I, I just love the Trent character. But I think for Roy, the thing that I love about him as a character is that he can have, he can hate whoever he wants on the team, but I think that he can have just the inkling of of mutual respect for, for a person that he can put behind that he doesn't care for them or doesn't like them enough to literally just comfort and console Jamie in that moment I think that's where I gained a lot more even though I respected Roy he's adorable but I gained a lot more respect for him as a character because of that scene Mm -hmm. because you can hate who you want and I think it's a great lesson I think that's a great lesson for people is like you can hate who you want you can dislike a person for their actions or their words or their things (laughs) but to just have the mutual respect respect when somebody goes through something pretty rough the scene in the third season where they're at jamie's mom's house 
in his room. And, I love that. And there's, and there's a, a there's a poster of Roy of on Roy. the door. And then Keely with and the soccer ball. And then they close the door. And there's Keely. <laughs> Just holding the soccer balls. Over her tits. tits. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get back on track here. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So, we went through... through Top heroes from and mm-hmm. anti heroes from TV shows. Favorite TV show villains. Top three. Oh shit! I think this this gets into anti hero again. Can we see a a a, a chain here? What I get into? Um. I think Loki, especially in his earlier stages when he was truly a villain and you didn't get to see his his meanings. Honey, I must stop you. TV shows. He was in a TV show. But he, that was a completely different Loki than what we saw in the movies. Shut the fuck up. That was Loki after he became good. I know. God damn it. Granted, he was technically D.B. Cooper in one of the episodes. But, no. We're talking villains. I need I need villains from you. I got it. As much as I hate this character, I hate them because they did a good job with him. Um, and I'm blank... Oh, shit. Why am I blanking on, like, how to say his name? Hold on. Um... Fuck, hold on. I'm I'm getting it up. Just give me two seconds. Fuck. Good for you. Can I give my third while you're thinking? (gasps) I got it. I think this is my first top favorite. Okay. Russell Edgington from True Blood. I've I've got a better one than Russell. You can. That's my third. I think he's I think he's a great character at, at being bad that he was in that show. I think he did good for that show. Right, who played him? Dennis O'Hare. Are you talking about Russell or no? No, they're so far, they're, they're they're so they're such a small character in the show that they're not even shown in like the bottom part of this. Oh no! I see him now. No, I think there was a better. I think there was a better one than him that was involved with Russell. Are you talking about Steve Newland? Steve Newland is my number three. Okay. Who are you talking about? Steve Newland. Oh, you were talking about him. Steve Newland is my number three. I think it's a great number three. I think he was worse than Russell. I kind of agree. Um, because of like the religious part of him mm-hmm. and definitely showing the hypocr- hypocrisy hypocrisy yeah of what he did so much and like what he talked about so much just become a vampire and become gay and do all these things it's like you he wanted to fuck morally, Jason so bad yeah I know morally I think he was the worst because Russell was just bad because he was bad. You know? I think Steve Nolan was bad 
because he was so uncomfortable in his own skin and he he re- he he he, he was be- born again into what he truly was supposed to be, what, but he was he, still a shit person. Once he died and became a vampire, yeah. and then he became the true evil that he was meant to be. I agree with that. I think that's a great character to pick for your number three. Mm-hmm. I think we both picked a really good person for different reasons. All right, give your number two, and I'll give my number two. Shit. Because um, Russ Argentine your number one. You're going one to three. I'm going three to one. No, he'd be my number three. I'm sorry. Okay, so yeah, we're going, Russell we're, would be my both, three. We're both going three to one. So give your number two, and I'll give my number two. And unfortunately, I know for my number two, you haven't watched that show. Okay. Um. But I think you should. I really think you should. I'm. Ooh. He's a morally gray character. I will give you that. I'm going to have to say Lucifer from Lucifer. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think he's morally gray. I think he is a good anti kind of villain, anti hero. Um, but I think he does shit because he's selfish. Yeah. And you know, even if it hurts Chloe Decker, he, he doesn't really care as much. He's Satan. He is Satan. So it's like he cares to an extent, but there are some times where he's like, fuck you. So my top two are from the same show. Okay. But number two, Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. She is, in my opinion, the Mm -hmm. second best villain depicted in that show. She is the most prolific villain throughout Mm -hmm. the entire thing, but she's the second this this she's my number two i think there was someone that was much much worse than her mm-hmm. um but she is the most prolific throughout the show so okay. who, who's who's your number one villain and um, if if game of thrones fans are listening to this hearing me say that cersei's number two but there's a number one from the same show i think everyone knows probably knows where i'm going with my number one yeah um because there's really only one other route to go i'm kind of having trouble with my number one um and it ooh, actually I think, and it's kind of funny because it has, like, it's the same fucking name. But I would actually go for my number one as Lucifer from Supernatural. Okay. I really love the the difference of character depiction in Lucifer and then in Supernatural um, because, obviously, it's both both extremely different i mean lucifer and supernatural is more biblical i think than lucifer and lucifer um and they have more freedom in lucifer than they do in supernatural uh but i think the lucifer and supernatural and i'm blanking on his name that that did was the actor of him in supernatural but he i think was the perfect pick for him i mean he did it so well he did the character very well 
and it was just that that evil character i mean he's literally satan but it was no moral morally gray it wasn't any oh he could be good he could be anti-hero he could be no he was literally evil just to be evil mm-hmm. so i think that was a good he was he was evil incarnate yeah i think that was a good character that i still look back at and go uh, they did that good because i hate him but i love him for how they did it yeah so my top villain my number one villain and game of thrones fans are probably shouting this at their fucking <laughs> at their podcast right now ramsey bolton oh from game of thrones yeah he was vile and his the way that they got rid of his character was merciless what he did to the stark family what he did to Theon Greyjoy. Mm-hmm. What he did to his own father, his own mother, his his newborn brother, half brother, mm-hmm. was merciless. Yeah. Technically, being Ramsay Snow, because he was a bastard. Mm-hmm. But then becoming Rams- Ramsay Bolton. One probably one of the most deranged characters I've ever seen written. Yeah. Oh, the things that he did. Mm-hmm. The things that he did. Okay. So we've got, we've got our top three heroes or top three villains mm-hmm. from books and from TV. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our top three um. Oh shit! I just had this in my head. Our top three favorite, regardless of 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 which way they went. Mm-hmm. Top three favorite anime characters. The anime. It has to be an anime, and it has to be out right now. So Jin Woo cannot be an answer for you. Because that anime does not exist right now. Yeah. Um. You're gonna laugh at me because you you have thoughts about this show, respectfully so. But it's kind of how I started into anime. Would be Vampire Night. I've never watched it. So I have no. I have zero thoughts. I think a lot of people have thoughts on it of like being a, a bad anime. People say the same thing about Sword Art Online. That is true. But Kirito will still be my third. Okay. So Zero from from Vampire Night is probably I think my f- top favorite just because he's that more morally gray character. He has issues he's dealing with and I think he's relatable in a lot of sense. I think he he's not human but he's not vampire um and he he can be an asshole but i think he has purpose behind everything he does which i really love um so he'd be my top first um my second one is and i'm blanking on how to say his name but the love interest with hori mia oh miyamura miyamura 
Yeah. He's my second favorite. And then my third favorite is, and again, I'm just blanking on his name because it's been a while since I watched the show, but the first love interest, the first character from, um, uh, what the, what are you doing here, teacher? Mm. Why am I blanking on his name? But it was the first guy that they talked about or followed. You know who I'm talking about? I do know who you're talking about. It is, uh, uh, Sato. Yeah. Yeah. Ichiro Sato. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're my, my top three. Who his mom is like, I'd love to have a, have a daughter-in-law that's one of my friends. That was one of my, my juniors in school. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't pay attention to the fact that it's, you know, your son dating his teacher, but. But Kana's only, like, three years older than him. Yeah. That's the thing. Maybe four max. Maximum five. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, honorable mention goes to, um, uh, Nagamo Haje. From Arfrita. Okay. That's my honorable mention. Okay. Kirito from Sword Art Online is my third. Mm-hmm. My second... Hmm. I have to think about this for a second because there's a couple ways I could go here. <clears throat> my second is uh, probably going to be uh, Shine Nozen from 86... Okay. Because it... Talk about a character with some fucking trauma. Mm-hmm. You watch your entire family die on a battlefield. Your brother nearly kills you before he goes onto a battlefield to the point that you actually die and you're brought back. And because of that, you can hear the voices of people that have died and been been turned into fucking robots. And you can hear their fucking cries, and then you have to kill your own brother and your fucking cousin, who have been turned into fucking, like, commanders of this robot army. Mm-hmm. Um, 86 is such a fucked show, but God, is it good. And then, my favorite. Oh... Oh, God, why can't I think of his name right now? I know the show. I, I, I don't know why I can't think of his name. There it is. Rudius Grayet. Rudius Grayret. Mm. From Mushuka Tensai. Gotcha. Highly suggestible anime for anyone second season's getting ready to come out Eris Grayet is one of my favorite characters to the point that she was the background on my phone for a year and a half before <laughs> your sister was like why am I not the background <laughs> on your phone sounds like her 
And it literally was until after our first fucking cruise when I until I changed the pictures with the one from us on the boat. Oh yeah. When we were out at the coral reef, and I was all fucked up on fucking rum punch. <laughs> um, yeah, Rudius is such a good character. I'm Teaster. I'm telling you, you gotta watch that show. Yeah. He starts his own religion. Interesting. He starts his own religion when he's like eight and he worships a pair of panties. Well. That he sounds got, like a show you would watch. That he got from his tutor that he fell in love with. At eight years old? Uh, No, he fell in love with her at like five. That's weird. And her name was Lucy. Lucy was like. That's kind of sexualizing a child. Lucy was like 12 at the time. Yeah. But Lucy was also a demon. It's still weird. Uh, first person that Rudius has sex with is his cousin, Eris. And you think my smut books are fucked up? He and Eris end up getting married. <laughs> and again, you think my smut books Aris are fucked up? Eris ends up being his up. third wife. <laughs> I'd rather get fucked by a gun from hunt- haunting Adeline then marry a cousin. She, in keep my life entertaining. Don't marry a cousin. In, okay. In retrospect, she's like his third or fourth cousin. Does not fucking matter. There is blood relation in there. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my God! His father-in-law's his uncle. Oh my God! Actually, no. I take that back. It's that his grandparents and her grandparents were siblings. So his dad and her dad were cousins. Oh my god, they're second cousins. I fucking hate you sometimes. You... Okay. Again, you call my books crazy. And then you just throw that shit out there. I never said that manga and fucking light novels weren't crazy. I never said that you didn't say it. I'm just saying you judged me on my smut. And here you have cousins marrying cousins. And at 12 years old, they have five wives. They don't get married at 12. They don't don't get married until they're like nearly 20. But they are destined... These women... Love him since they're like 12. Yeah. Rudius has two wives before Eris comes back to him. Because Eris doesn't think that she's good enough for him to help him. So she leaves and it literally crushes him. And he it crushes him so much that he ends up with ED for years. For years until he finds Sylphie. Gotcha. And Sylphie brings the rigor back to his mortis. Speaking of rigor and mortis, probably one of the, another honorable mention for an anti-hero, mm-hmm. Rick Sanchez. I'm just trying to make a date for tomorrow. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Y'all gonna play Connect Four, Tic-Tac-Toe? Jump the Chinese checker piece? Dominoes. No. Spades? Reverse that shit. Uno. Add four cards. No. Um, we'll probably go to Idiom tomorrow night. 
Mm. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, is probably a terrible idea. No, 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 no. I'll walk in with said date and then... And we didn't even decide that it's a date. I'm just saying because I'm getting my hopes up when I shouldn't. But we'll walk in and then I'll get get yelled at. Baby girl, what you drinking? (laughs) From Jess. Or Caitlin. They she yells that too. Or Kelsey. Kelsey doesn't call me baby girl, but I wish she did. She calls you darling. She does or hun. She does hun a lot. She does the same thing to me. Yeah. Darling, hun. The only one she doesn't do it to is your sister. <laughs> non VIP bitch. Did you hear Kelsey okay, so okay, we've talked about this brewery before. Taylor and I are both VIPs. I played in in. I've been playing sports with Frederick Social Sports for almost seven years now, but last year was the first time, and it was in the winter. We did darts. They had a dart league for the yeah. very first time. It was at the brewery that Taylor and it was and I such a good time, and even though was. I was just a watcher. Well, we're in the second season of darts now. Danielle has since joined our team. Mm-hmm. When we were there the other night, Danielle actually won us our first fucking game, which was crazy. Mm -hmm. But I was talking with Will Cotton and fucking Sabrina, the one bartender Mm -hmm. that was on the team that we played. Yeah. And I said something to Sabrina about Kelsey and Jess, and Kelsey was standing right there and goes, Brent, you talking shit? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember her saying that to me? Yeah, I do. And I was like, no, would, no, never. I would never talk shit about you, Kelsey. I love you, Kelsey. I do love Kelsey. I do love Kelsey. I mean, I love them all. If only she gave me the freak drinks like Jess does. Right. It was a Tuesday and I walked out of there with a $90 bill. <laughs> I. It was... Um... Your sister told me when she got home, she goes, I was so hungover this morning. I said... Oh, that's funny. I fucking wasn't. <laughs> I remember. I think it was. It Practice. was. um, Shit. It was St. Patty's Day. When I went to Idiom with mom and dad. I had my own tab. And I think I walked out. And I had a good amount to drink. And I think I walked out with a $25 tab. She charged me for like four four beers there's times when we've gone in there we've drank for fucking four or five hours at a time and we've been charged for six beers when we've left Mm-hmm. all right so we have gone through all of our favorite characters i honestly think we could keep this up all fucking night probably but it is oh my god it's 10 o'clock yeah i have to go to work tomorrow me too so do you are you teleworking tomorrow yeah you- yeah you don't have to go to work. You have to go to the other room. <laughs> but I get up earlier because I'm teleworking. What, 7.45? And I work later. You want to swap? Yeah. No. I'll get up at 7.45. You can get up at fucking 5. No, I'm okay. It's fine with me. I'm okay. Okay. Suit yourself. Bitch. So... For all of us here at the Off the Books podcast, we love you. We know what you mean to us. And we appreciate you for everything that you are, that you do, and that you could be. Agreed. Go out there, chase your dreams. Get Parmesan cheese. 
Don't get Parmesan cheese. I love Parmesan cheese. Get that four. Get that four cheese Mexican blend. That shit's the tits. Why does it have to be tits? Because it's they they have bags of it big enough that you could literally make two little tits out of it. Okay. One That's cup, fair. One, That's fair. One cup for each. If you get the two cup bag. Or you, you know. Or you could get the big bag, get the four cup bag, two cups each. Okay. That's like that's like a solid B cup right there. Okay. Anyways, I'm drunk, so I'm gonna go to. Not probably not the bed. I'm probably end up playing football. But we True. love you. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Tell the trolls. Tell the people. Tell the birds. Tell the ducks. Tell the geese. Tell the scythers of the world. Tell the snorlaxes. Um, hit them with that flute. Wake them up. Say, yo, you heard about off the books podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Climb the towers. Climb the mountains. Strive to be the best person that you can be. Agreed. We we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you again probably in two weeks. That far? Do you see how consistent we are right now? That's true. Listen, I am an inconsistent motherfucker. And two of my nights of a week are about to be taken up. So, (laughs) we love you. Thank you. Um, we will be putting out, it, we'll put out a notification to you guys, either on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, something. If we do end up going back to the bi-weekly episodes, like we did at the very beginning of our, our mm-hmm. show, which is most likely the case. So please bear with us, continue to listen, continue to tell the peoples that you love or that you hate either or we love you. Thank you. And as I forgot to say in the last episode, but I will say this time, good night, good morrow, and good morning to you people. Bye, guys. (laughs) Good.